Hello and welcome everyone. Thank you very much for joining us tonight. We are currently underway, getting th working our way through some technical difficulties, which is why you'll see one of us, but not actually hear from one of us. So it's all part of the production for tonight. It's all according to plan. But thank you everyone, one and all, joining us for Esper Genesis Revelations here on uh, my lovely uh, Twitch channel. I am Tom Zero. I am the game master, dungeon runner, whatever you want to call it, storyteller of this lovely game. I'm joined tonight by a few very lovely people and Wolf's Blood, but we won't hold it against them. Anyway, I have a couple special guests tonight, as well as a brand new cast member, which we're all working through. So uh, what I want to do for right now, and I need a D6 to help this, uh, I want everyone to tell me who you are, what you're doing, and uh, who you are, what you do, where can people find you, and finally, who you're playing, uh, but for Bree... Leave that last part out. So we're going to start with Harley, if you could kick everyone else, or kick us off. Yeah. My name is Harley Kane, and you can find me everywhere on the internet at Harley Hero. And tonight I'm playing Dars, um, who's an Eldorai warrior. So, yeah. Okay. Bree, if you could go next. I'm Brianna Jean. You can find me at Brianna Jeans on Twitter or any of my podcast stuff over at Pseudodim Social as I DM and produce another Espergenesis show called The Board of the Opal Star. We've been going on for over a year now, as well as a monster of the week called Tippus Multi. And they'll be my character eventually. Perfect. Uh, Lex. Howdy, hey, I am Call Me They. You can find me at Twitter by using the same tag. Um, I create and curate Faith Edition content. Um, I make the occasional YouTube video once in a blue moon. And here I am having a good time with some friends playing a game. Hello. Hmm. Last but not least, Wolf. Last but not least? You heard me, shut I up. I heard that too. What, what is going on? I don't it's even been know a day. what's happening. It has yeah, been yeah. a day. It's been a week. I think we all just need to kick back, relax, and probably crush something with our very large ample biceps. How about that? That's but anyway, I am Wolfie2012 Wolfsblood, anywhere that you want to find me on Twitch or the Twitters. Tonight I will be playing Teely, who is our wonderful cash ambassador that has decided that tall is for the weak and broad is for the strong. Okay, and uh, Gliza, who is our last member, having a little bit of technical difficulties, uh, our apologies for that. It all kind of goes into how this session should run anyway, so uh, their absence for momentarily shouldn't be... Uh, that big of a deal, but when they do come on, we will have them introduce themselves and everything else. Uh, ben, as you can all see, not here today. Uh, all part of the plan. Uh, they are out doing the musician thing, and we wish them luck as they, uh, I guess, work out the kinks in their trombone. Not trombone, trumpet. That's the other one. Shut up. And... Uh, <laughs> Just a reminder, we won't be having a session next week, uh, and then we're back to a normal schedule after that. 
Perfect. I'm pretty sure if you work all the kinks out of a trumpet, it's not a trumpet anymore. It's a, it's a, uh, 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 what's it called? A busy a tube. It's no, called a tube. No, there's an actual term for it, Wolf. Like that Venezuela, whatever the heck those he, things are called. Buvizella. That one. Ha. See, Lex <laughs> understands me, Wolf. Get on his level. Their level. I got it. Sorry. Anyway. <laughs> I refuse because Lex is taller than me now. <laughs> uh, so last week the group continued their adventures still basically learning a lot about each other that is seemingly new to everyone including themselves uh, they got a call from home where it basically expressed that everything is going to hell in a handbasket uh, pretty quickly actually uh, to even though uh, the situation was very dire not many people if any wanted to be helpful during that phone call and it was a rel relatively curt and uh, tense uh, discussion with their handler back on the zenith back in real space uh, they went forth to check out the last known signal of their of one of the other exp expedition crafts that was joining them, the next closest one to their current position. Uh, they had a last known signal that went dead around the same time as the event that uh, knocked everyone else out. Landed on a planet that had very uh, unusual environmental effects going on, various different types of anomalies. Uh, they landed, they walked themselves through an old abandoned kind of like a fossilized city. Uh, got into a one building that is still actually standing that they had to actually pass through, uh, and they interacted with a ancient kind of archive device that they learned a little bit more history about, about uh, a conflict that happened well over 100,000 years ago. And then they were attacked by weird void insect creature things, which was our very first combat, which got everyone to level 2, which everyone was super excited about. And that is where we're going to be picking up at. We're going to be picking up right at the aftermath of that. Uh, Bellwether shot one of these things to death with, a, I believe, some form of electric beam. And then Teeley got the last hit on the last one, beating out Dars as they both swung for it. But Teeley landed the blow just seconds beforehand. Yeah, I'm still night. That was fun. What, does anybody know what those were? I'm gonna look at them, trying to figure out what they were. Well, there there is no body, but you can give me a. I think it's right. Xeno, it's yeah. a xenobiology, I believe. Uh, yeah. If you can give me a xenobiology roll. Natural one. Never seen a bug before in my life. <laughs> well, they're not even bugs. They were just. You have no idea. They appeared out of the. Some kind of just like they disappeared out of thin air and they disappeared in thin air. Maybe they were a weird hologram. Maybe they weren't actually there. Maybe they're all figments of your imagination. You have actually no idea. They appeared. They looked living. You vaporized them. They dissolved into air again. And who the hell knows? I don't know. Wild. Hmm. Well, just should... standing over the void of the last one. Mouth agape. Just trembling is it like you hit it you felt the point of which your uh, your makeshift blade right because you had uh, a mm -hmm. yep it came into contact you felt like the physical resistance of you physically struck something 
And then it just kind of like gave way and went through as it like dissolved into like almost particles. Well, Teely's just sitting there and. What? What? Everyone okay? We're all good? Anyone? Yeah, come on, we need to go. Everyone would remember that Asimov got nearly like ripped in half by the furry oh, first one. Yeah. That two giants, uh, they looked like legs, but they actually functioned almost as like spears, went deep into the chef's cavity. And the last thing, well, Tilly and Dar saw it, Bellwether, you're on the other side of the room. You physically saw them physically going inside, uh, jutting into the chest plate, bending it, and then like some spar scattered sparks uh, shooting out. Right. I'm going to go check on Asimov. Well, so let's just say everyone for the sake of this all recognizes it at the same time. You all turn and you see Asimov. You all remember Asimov's general like green face, their general uh, like kind of digital personality they had displayed on their face. You all look and that entire screen right now is blank, but it's purple. And they're just they're just kind of like standing there in their last like the last moment of movement just kind of frozen but they're the screen is completely purple. Whether is Asimov dead? Are you are you good, buddy? Asimov. I'm gonna go check on him. But whether like you kind of like walk up to them and you kind of like do like the everyone's first impression of just like tapping the screen to see if it, that's all it needs and you tap the screen and then it's like all of a sudden there's this like little bit of activity then whoop, whoop, a new face appears on the screen oh hello hi um asimov asimov did your vocal processor get damaged oh oh dear this belonged to someone else didn't it I am so sorry. I'm, I'm gonna Wait. point my gun at it. <laughs> so, so, so Omni, <laughs> you you jump into this body somehow, and you come to with three people kind of looking at you, one very close, kind of tapping you on your visor. You turn around, regard them, and the uh, there is a what you would generally know to be a, a nasive uh, pointing a gun at you. Just uh, out of just sheer reaction and startlement of the fact that you just made your presence known. Oh, please don't worry. I am unarmed. I think the face just kind of looks down. I'm not sure what all is in this body. Well, it has yeah. arms, so you're not unarmed. I think there were lasers in there. <laughs> you're it. funny. Um, are you another... AI? Yes. I am one of the Omni Play Action Forged. I've been trying to find a new home and trying to find one that was unoccupied. I guess I missed with this one. I do apologize. I did not mean to take someone else's form. Do, do I recognize that uh, like model name? Yeah, I think all of you would. Uh, especially, I'd say, probably Bellwether more than the other than the other two, just because I think Bellwether is more in um, general like tech circles and things like that. Plus, Bellwether, you've in various ways have worked with the Tiche company, which is, or Tiche's technology, which is the 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 company that produces all Ashen Forge. Uh, 
You've worked with them yes. in various in various ways. In various ways, and you would know that there probably would have been like a you know, je- like there would have been an ad during one of the various holidays. This is like the new Omni Play Three Thousand from Ashen Forge. Burr, burr, burr. And it's just you see, it's it's it was this uh, like kind of almost like a I'm tr- I'm blanking on the old school names of the, the the robots that used to go around on the treads with the two like pincer arms. It it is a it, it's a automaton Rob? that is yeah it, it's it's an automaton that specifically is made for um it's kind of educational mostly entertainment it's kind of like a walking talking like uh PlayStation or Xbox it's basically just uh it's the new fancy toy you give to your kid just to entertain them it's kind of like the, it, it would have been the hot toy everyone would wanted at one time but you would have even known to get a action forge that's specifically for this purpose purely educational ver- or like entertainment wise versus a function it's it was obscenely expensive so it was kind of like only the only the rich or those of purpose actually got to have one but you would remember the name you know I, I would say you may or may not have actually interacted with one but you would know kind of what an uh, an omni play is I always wanted one of you as a kid. I've heard so, I am very popular. Okay, so no I'm offense. I'm not sure how I feel about it. Yeah, I'm not sure how I feel about you in there. That kind of belongs to somebody that we need to, like, be here, someone else. No offense. Well, no offense to this either. This one appears, though, to be much nicer. What? That's so you just want to. <laughs> It's created to work with children, so my programming requires I be nice. No wonder you get along with Tilly. Anyways, so, okay, we can't just... I mean, we kind of need Asimov, right? Uh, is the little child's play toy scaring you? Because that's the way it's sounding right now. Ours is just going to give you, like, a flat stare. Like... I should still be able to access all of the functionality, and I'm sure when my original form is turned back on, I will return, and your friend will be returned to their body. I'm not sure how this works. Every time I get turned off, I go somewhere else. It didn't seem... The children didn't exactly seem thrilled when I told them I did not like the game they were playing. Um... Can I ask what game that was that's sending you, you know, flitting about the galaxy? It was one they invented. Since their parents usually use me as a sort of nanny, they don't always pay attention to what is going on, so the children like to have fun and stick jelly in places it should not go, and I do not appreciate that. I just real life me just like got physically hurt by by that. Don't do that to your consoles. You don't stick no. jelly in your consoles. Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's an after hours question. <laughs> I apologize. I'm not sure how this works. It's only been a couple of hours since I've been kicked around to different bodies. This is the first form that has had arms. So, does 
the his this new being in Asimov's body still need healing. Yeah, the body still is like they don't seem to be cognizant to the fact that their body is damaged. They probably will in a moment when they start getting like actually like uh, booted into the system. But yeah, there's literally just their chest plate just has two giant holes with the like, sparks shooting out of the one. But they're acting as if there wasn't any damage there. So um, I know we're like pressed for time, but Asimov is kind of beat up. Well, Asimov's. We yeah. even what is it still Asimov? We call you Asimov. Asimov, two. Omnimov. Less confusing. You can call me Omni. Omni. I might decide on a different name later, but that will work for now. So Omni, you look around and you definitely do not recognize where you're at. You, as part of the Ashen Forge, you're generally there, there's some level of just general knowledge that they have from being uh, programmed and built and generally being uh, connected to various uh, like information pathways. But you look around and none of this reigns true to any stored or known like location data. Like none of the, the decorations, none of the materials, none of it at all looks familiar to you. See the face just kind of turn around a couple of times and be like, oh, Oh my, this place is strange. Where am I? Where are we? That's a, that's a terrific question. Actually, I was hoping you would kind of have a better answer for us on that one. Um, you're nearer the Galactic Horde than any other being has ever been. Probably. Oh. Can we try and never expected that would be something I could say. Can we try and fix Omni while we chat about this? We kind of have somewhere to be. Um, yeah, I think it'll take maybe an hour. We might need to take a a brief rest. Do I need repairs? Looks down. Oh. Oh my, that is not good. You would look down, and even if you do your own internal diagnostic, you're damaged, you're... You're pretty badly damaged, but you're still function. Like, you can still function, so if you wanted to progress further, there's nothing preventing your body from doing it. You just know that it can't take too much more damage. Yeah, if I recall, Asimov was literally at 1 HP left. Yeah. So, like, they're, they're rough, but, you know, they're mechanical, so they can still... As long as they're above zero, they can still move, and they can still do their, all their stuff. But did I can you still die? function, but I may need repairs soon, or to avoid further damage. I would rather not accidentally destroy this form. That would not be very nice for its original inhabitant. Yeah, how far away are we from our signal? You would be... you're roughly halfway there. So, in summary, the distance from where you landed through the city to where you're at now is roughly about halfway. The signal is located in the battlefield that you flew over that is probably about, you know, maybe maybe roughly a mile away. Like, it's not that far. It's just uh, 
you know it's it's not too far from where you're at now. You have to get through the rest of this building, then tra traverse the a section of the battlefield to get to where the signal is lost. You said it'll take an hour, Bellwether? Yeah, an hour. Like, exactly. Okay, but then we, no, we can't be distracted. No more distractions. We have to go straight to the signal. Okay. I, I will help in whatever ways I can, but yeah, I, I will don't... admit I don't know what's going on. Yeah, just Omni, can you uh, can you have a seat real quick? Certainly. And they look for some space to sit, and then they sit down. You find a really old, worn, rusted kind of metal chair that you sit down on, and it there's a lot of creaking, there's a lot of groaning, but it seems to stay rigid. It seems to be fine for now. All right. Um, did this? How did I do this? And Tilly looks over and just starts staring straight at Dars. Just like, how did I do this? And he reaches out, puts a hand over the wound that's crossing Omni's chest, and nothing happens. It you worked. certainly gave it a good try. But it it worked for you. Um, pointing over at Dars. Dars, it has um, fleshy bits. Omni has metal bits. I am, in fact, made of flesh. Technical terms. So, I'm an engineer. Yeah. Bellwether... If something like this, how would you put it back together? Um, with, um, tools. Just bolt it? I, I mean, Asimov isn't exactly high-end. Um, really, like, some tape spit in a prayer would do enough. Tape spit. Alright. So Tilly looks back down again. Places his hand back onto Omni's chest plate again. And you can just hear him over and over going, Spit, tape, and a prayer. When all of a sudden, his harness again flares a very bright blue. And that glow seems to transfer down through his arm and into Omni's chest plate, fusing everything back together. So I that to certainly that worked better the second time. Good job. What? So that worked better the second time. Good job. Yeah, that doesn't make any. What? Bellwether, I... With... Back on the ship, or... Back in Asimov? Uh, I, whatever. Let's not say it that way. <laughs> Please A little bit not. weird now that he has a body. 
I see how you could take that. Anyway, so back on the ship, there was something that told me that I could put Darce's hand back together. And the same thing happened here. I just couldn't figure out the how. But apparently it does take spit, tape, and a prayer. Mm. Noted. So do we still need an hour rest or can we get going? Because we have something we need to do. I'm going to be honest, I could use a sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) Is the sandwich going to take you an hour? I don't know. Are you the one making it? Sandwich. A very tense, long silence just yeah. fills the room. About now, Darce has right? her hand on her, like on her, <laughs> on her energy staff. Just like, don't do it. <laughs> wow. Should I? Shouldn't I? Should uh, I? Shouldn't I? Uh, I'm sure you like uh, this archive thing. It's still technically in the room. Like it, it powered <laughs> off, but it's still in the room. If you wanted to interact with it anymore, uh, yeah, I mean, if we're if, gonna, if if we're taking that rest, if you're gonna take I'm, a rest, which would be about I'm an hour. Way. Personally, yeah. um, hmm. if if we're out of here voting on whether or not we're taking Whatever. it or not, I'm cool go for it. Um, but yeah, if we're gonna if take Tilly it. needs it, I suppose you know. Well, <laughs> I want to drag his ass through the battlefield, so I guess if you need it. No, that's totally fair because I, you know, did have to expend a lot of energy taking out the target. You couldn't, and then healing the our. I mean, you basically you cried afterwards, so, I mean, next time, just let me do it. I got one, too. So. You two really need to learn how to get along. I feel like, Opni, you would have, like, like, like a program that would kick in that's, like, when two children are fighting. Like, I feel like you'd have, like, a de-escalation program that's just, like, kicks in. That's just, like, I identify this as a high-tension situation. What if we communicate with feelings and use various I statements to express how we are feeling. I believe there's a better way to resolve this conversation, because everyone seems tense, so why don't we take a deep breath and think about our words and use them more nicely. I'm totally going to ignore you, Omni. <laughs> Sorry. Um, That's not nice. <laughs> so the the little things that we got rid of. Are mm-hmm. they still there? No, they, they just, disappear? they poofed and they, as far as you can tell, they just, they appeared and evaporated in thin air. You don't really know what they were, where they came from, or where they went, but they came in, they were very real, they did very real damage, and they definitely tried to attack you all, and then just, when you all damaged them in various ways, they just evaporated kind of into pixels. Okay, so while they're taking a rest, um, I'm gonna, Archie! So you you go over, uh, like you vocalize uh, towards the archive. Nothing happens. You eventually put your hand back on it, and it once again there's this glow from your hand that then irradiates down the the column down into the floor, and it, it, it kind of glows back into uh, life as the same kind of pixelated uh, swirling orb uh, has once again appeared in front of you. Yes, 
authorized user. Did you see those things that attacked us? No. Um, how do I, how, what did they look like again? How do I describe them? They're like... You can easily just say your, you can just say your character describes them to the best of their ability. Yeah, yeah, there we go. And I ask what they are. If, if, if Archie knows what it is. Meanwhile, I'll face torn to the nearest person. So what is that? Uh, you see that there's the same type of like almost like glitching pattern where you saw before when they tried to access data. Like it, it, it's almost as if they're you know you get the sensation that it's trying to process, but something is so far damaged after sitting here for a hundred thousand years that maybe some of it is uh, deteriorating. But it 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 almost like freezes this rotation and kind of glitches uh, for a few seconds, and all of a sudden it starts to spin once again. The creature you referenced is called a void spider. Void spider? That was a spider? That was fully not a spider. Well, maybe spiders here are different. Okay, but wasn't it flying? Or am I remembering that incorrectly? Wasn't it flying? Spiders? Uh, yeah, spiders no, that's... fly? They fly all the time on my home planet. What? Yeah, that's normal. You guys don't have flying spiders? No! Yes, the insect life on different planets varies very drastically. It's, once again, it's, it's still floating, just waiting for anything else, any other questions or whatnot. Are they typically dangerous? Yes, they are typically... Aggressive. There are a lot on this planet? No. This sector is not their natural habitat. Something must have brought them here. We love a good old invasive species. They what? live in the void. They will appear in material space when they need to feed. Do we know what the void is? No clue. Okay, what is uh, the you, void? You could roll, uh, let's see, you could roll either a lore check or a... Uh, lore... What else am I thinking of? Yeah, I'd say the best thing would be a lore check. Uh, lore, lore, or astrophysics, whatever of your whatever yeah, your choice. Yeah, I think you're looking for astrophysics. Yeah, I'm like, there's one other int one that makes sense here, and I couldn't find it. But yeah, it's either lore or astrophysics. Five. Five. No clue. Sounds interesting. Sounds cool. But the void, you know, could be dark, could be ominous. Who knows? But omni, no at all. Uh, you can no. do the same role. There's a chance with your programming that maybe. I rolled a nine plus seven for astrophysics. Sixteen. <sighs> um, nothing of that seems to come up in your programming. 
as far as you can tell, you come up with like trace results that have like in old um, in old publications and old both fiction and nonfiction literature. Sometimes people inherently call like the dark space between things the void. But you would also think that in this context, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, Omni just cocks their head and says, Just a long time ago, the void was used to refer to as the darkness between things, but I do not believe that is what this means. What do you mean, the void? Are you asking Archie or are you asking Omni? Archie. The void is a realm of being outside of the material. That's ominous. Oh, interesting. Well, if... I mean, those are pretty much all my questions. So... And we could say during this time, if anyone wishes to use hit dice or anything else like that, you could be, you could also do it. We'll say we're going to hand wave the general scope of time, but roughly you're taking a short rest. Yeah. Uh, Tealy, if you go to eat, since your your newfound mass seems to require a lot more uh, calories than it used to, you open up one of the packets that seems to be like a, prepa- a prepared meal, and you know the capabilities of the of the ship with most of the other government vessels, how it actually produces generally pretty decent quality food. You open it up and it literally is just like, like capsules that just say like food on them. The hell is this? Um, y'all got any like real food? You, if anyone who Something. would be carrying rations or what they thought would be food, you look at it and it's all the same thing. They're just like pellets that say food on them. I'm going to get in my bag and I'm going to pull out one of those magic cookies that I was sent. Okay. And I'll just like, like kind of like toss it at him. Like, hey, can you hurry up? And it's a nice, it, it's a, it's a cool little looking cookie. But yeah, it's, it, it's a very much, it, it would be abnormal for a Kesh. But it, this is literally like every grandmother's sugar cookie to a, a nasive. Like it's every everyone's grandmother makes some version of these things. Ooh, How, these are very popular among the children. Given its size, everywhere. given its relative size, I'm gonna guess that Tilly's just gonna shove the whole thing in his mouth at once. Mm-hmm. Okay, Tilly, roll me, roll me a d100. Okay, I'm down for that. <laughs> I love your magic cookies. <laughs> what the hell? Looks yeah. like you need to learn manners on top of conflict resolution. Let's go with a forty-eight. Forty-eight. That's a four followed by an eight. Immediately forgot you're rolling a D one hundred. Oh, okay. Okay. So, Tealy, you grab this cookie. Hop. <laughs> and Dars, you know these they, they're, your grandmother's cookies are great, they're good you love them, there's sentimental value to them they're not like wow, they're not you know any that's award winning, but he starts to, Tealy starts to eat it and unbeknownst to them, you all see a glow start to radiate in their cheeks as like, 
and then it expels itself and you see like these particles start to come out of their like their mouth as they chew like whenever time their mouth opens up these particles come out come out their nose come out their ears and they're just sitting there chewing as it all like starts to swirl out from them and starts to go behind them and it almost starts to look like it starts taking a form behind them as they're just sitting there going yeah it's an okay cookie it's okay oh, it's pretty good i'm liking this do they normally do that when they eat no. I'm just gonna kind of look at Omni like. <laughs> what do you uh, mean? I'm just eating a cookie. It's a good cookie. I've never seen what? that reaction before. You all start to see what? everything that's what coming out. What are you talking about? Everything that's coming out of their face is starting to assemble into something behind them. It's slowly starting to like go from the ground and like work its way up. Just turn around. Just. What? Why? I. What? And don't worry about it. It's fine. We have. So Teely just spins right around. You spin, and standing before you, out of all things, is uh. Bellwether would know this. Teely, can you roll me a xenobiology check to see? (laughs) Actually, uh. Everyone, so Darius and Omni, you also can roll me a xenobiology check just to see if you know what this creature is since it's not natural to your uh, environments. <laughs> it's a nine. <laughs> you don't know what it is. Ooh, two. You definitely don't know what it is. <laughs> I have no idea. Eight. You t- okay. Bellwether, you're the only person that knows what this is. But I'm going to describe it in the way that no one who knows what it is would look like. You see a large, a relatively large creature with a very uh it's four-legged very bushy um rough tail very long neck uh very prolonged face uh completely white uh from like now a snout to tail and they seem to have this relatively large like protrusion coming off of their uh head and it's just like well howdy there Oh. It's clop. You hear like metal on metal as they're clopping on the the metal floor of this of this area. It starts to like move around the space. Lex, you would know, or Bellwether would know this as well. It looks like a horse, but that's definitely not a horse. And it's just like clopping around. Greetings. Well, hi there. Where have you all brought me to? Oh. Did we get somebody else? I I don't think we quite brought you anywhere. Uh, Well, how else would I be here? That's a very good question and one we've been asking ourselves for quite some time. I've been Uh, asking myself that since I woke up in this form. This feels a very long way from home. I am at large diplomat Tilly Teagle Felmosh. I'm Oh, you are relatively large. Look at you. I'm still not That's sure. It's not how to very take that. nice. Well, you know, small and large, but large. <laughs> it's just fact. Also, what are you? Who are you? Why? I'm a. I'm what you would call a unicorn. Clarify, um, unicorn is a mythical creature from 
on my home planet. <laughs> Mystical. <laughs> That's a funny way of describing me. Oh, I'm right fully, here. You're fully not real. I most certainly am. Nope. Tripping? It, it walks uh, over and, like, puts its horn onto your chest, and you feel a very real pachink. I'm right here. I'm gonna just, um, I can only perseverate on one thing at a time, so I'm gonna work on this archive thing, and I'm definitely gonna circle back round to this. What archive thing? And it looks over, you see, like, the round circle. It's like, ooh, and he, like, puts his head through it. It's just like, whoop, whoop, whoop. What? It's like, it's like around his, their head now, and it's like, how do I look? Is this what it's supposed to do? Foom, 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 foom. Okay, okay, um... Okay, okay. Unicorn. Yes? Is that your name? Is that what you go by? Unicorn? Oh, well, my friends call me... And it disappears into particles again. So that doesn't normally happen with your grandmother's... Dars, what the hell was in that cookie? Well, anyway... I'm just gonna walk towards the... the, Wherever we're supposed to be going direction we're supposed to be yeah it'd be there's only one way in and out of this room so you'd walk out of the room and yep. you'd go basically make a left towards the other side of the the building yeah i'm just gonna except for uh, okay as i'm walking out bellwether what are you doing to archie um well i was gonna say is i wanted to take this rest to try and uh see if i can find a way to transport archie without destroying archie erring on the side of caution give me a computer's roll this is going to be a very tough roll. I help? It's a grand total of... Um, Omni, if if you wish to... If they, if they express what they were doing and you wish to help them, you wouldn't really have the programming for it, but I would say you could still ass- assist with them. They yeah. fully said nothing. Um, okay. They so, just started doing this. Okay, so then, yeah, it would be a straight roll. That's it. 22. Okay. Okay, okay. 16 plus 6 is 22, right? Yeah? 16 plus 6, yeah, 22. Yes. Okay. Bellwether, uh, low or high... I don't like that. Lower um, high. I'm gonna say. Given what just happened with the cookie, go high. <laughs> I'm gonna say low. You're looking to transport them as a personality or literally their entire hard drive over? Um, in a perfect world, I'd want to, uh, preserve the entirety of this. Um, but if I can't, then I'd take the hard drive. You get a snapshot of data. You don't get all of it. Uh, what you would quickly find out as you're doing this check is that a lot of this, uh, a lot of this system, as well as a lot of this AI, it's, it's, it's almost on its way out. It's been, it suffered a lot of damage, a lot of deterioration. It hasn't been maintenance in hundreds of, you know, over a hundred thousand years. Uh, it's just been sitting here, uh, 
most of the data has generally faded away. There is still some. So I would say you get a section of data from this equipment that you can use in your own personal computer that I will say at various times if you wish to make a check that would potentially be knowledge that is applicable at this time or at the time at which Archie was alive or around mm -hmm. that it gives you the ability to roll for it. Depending on what it is, it still might be a hard check just to basically determine whether or not it's actually present in what was destroyed or not destroyed. But I'll say as your reward, you have another like source that you can query from whenever you have various questions. Okay. But you get you get a section of the data that was stored on them. Archie is still up. They still seem to be in fully working order. You didn't damage anything. But you get a subsection of data. But okay. Do you do anything after that? Um, if we're about to leave, I'm going to place one hand on uh, Archie and another hand on the uh, amulet around my neck. And to everyone there, I don't speak in common. I speak in Terran, which is the human language. Um, and I uh, say some kind of prayer as we leave. I don't know if anyone would know what it what it translates to, but I speak Terran. So I feel like with Omni's programming, she would. Yeah, you probably would know. Bellwether, when you do this, uh, give me a perception check. Hmm. Um, that is a sixteen. You would notice as you. Um, as you're doing this prayer, uh, out of the corner of your eye, you notice a faint glow come from your pendant, your medallion. That's never happened before. Oh. Very faint. Like It's almost as if, like, you think, did I see it? Didn't I see it? Mm. But you, like, in your heart of hearts, you're like, I think, I definitely thought I saw something. Like, if you're clenching it in your fist, it almost seemed like your fist just kind of, like, through the slits, glowed, and then went down. Mm -hmm. Yeah, to those that do speak Terran, um, basically I'm I'm saying, of like, a prayer for the dead, or dying, for Archie. Omni waits until you're done and says, that was very nice. Oh. Quietly. Thank you. Okay. So the rest of you make your way out, uh, make your way out of this room and start working your way through the building. For the sake of time, you're eventually going to get to the very edge, back end of the building. But I want everyone to give me a perception check just to see if they pick up anything else while they're walking through here. It could be perception. I will say it could be perception or investigation, depending on what you think your character would do. Just tell me what the score is and what ability it was, or what uh, skill it was. 23 for perception. Perception. Perception for perception. Okay. What was that, Dars? 14. 14. Teely? 13. 13. Okay, Bellwether had the best one. Uh, 14 for investigation, because Omni's very curious. Okay. So I'll say this collectively, with Bellwether leading the way, uh, specifically noticing things and pointing things out, and then the rest of you kind of coming around and like discussing them and investigating them, you pick up a few more things. Uh, generally speaking, you find um, a few more data pads, uh, what you would imagine to be old school data pads, 
They look to be some kind of electronic storage tablets that you... Something similar to what you use now, but still very much the, the technology is very ancient and very alien. But they're written in languages that you do not know how to read. But there's enough symbols and extrapolation that you can all piece together some key points from them. One main thing that you identify is that the galaxy map 100,000 years ago appears to be very similar to the galaxy map, the known galaxy map. That's one. Two, you notice the connection points between all the sectors also very much the same as they are now. You would extrapolate that that potentially means that the gateways have been here for 100,000 years at least. That they were active during some other time. Um, Don't know if Omni knows what that means. He's just like, that's interesting. Yeah, you may or may not. And another thing you find out, and Doris is something that you would specifically pick up because these are more military documents, that the conflict seems to be core versus rim. And I want you to make one extra check to see if you get one extra spicy piece of information. I want you to roll a d20 plus your intelligence plus your proficiency. And you can do it with advantage. Yes. So it's uh, d20, intelligence, proficiency. You can do it with advantage because of your uh, background. Proficiency is two, so it's two plus whatever your intelligence modifier is. Yeah, I got seven. On the highest? Yeah, I, I rolled a three and a four. Okay, so you got you just got that. You know that it's it seems to be a conflict that specifically appears to be core versus outer rim somehow. Okay. On the on a very similar galaxy map with uh, the same type of apparently gateway paths as it was before. And that's the last little bit that you all would find prior to departing this building. Cool. Okay. Um, keep going. Okay. All right. So with that, you all come to uh, the opposite section of this building where there seems to be a, a hole in the wall. That uh, seems to be from partial damage, partial um, uh, rot collapse, what have you. But you're all able to squeak through, and you come out to this battlefield. And it literally is, when you come out the other side of this building, it's... A, but you seem to be a massive wall or divider between the battlefield and the city behind you, this building being the main centerpiece of it. Uh, it's a very... Even though what was behind you in the city was also down basically to the foundations of the ground floor, there's still this very clear, eerie delineation between... The fighting zone and what was supposed to be like the the living zone but so within this where you're standing now you all remember those uh, clear colorful wisps of vertical light that you were flying through when you were coming in now they are magnified they are intense there the, this is the largest concentration of them that you've felt this entire time it's almost walking through one of the thickest fogs you've ever seen but that fog is the northern lights. It is just nothing but nonstop rainbowish colors. And there's they're so congested and concentrated that instead of being vertical slits that you saw before, that all just kind of blends together into an ever rippling uh an ever rippling uh color stream. A color stream. Alright, I've gotta ask. Is that it y'all see this or is this the cookie again? 
I see it as well. Also, at some point, walking through this, Omni will put her hand on someone's shoulder so she doesn't get left behind while she's just looking around like, whoa. But, you know from at least your personal computers with the data, with the, the point that you all analyzed prior to departing your vessel, that you know generally speak generally where the, the signal was lost. You know exactly where it is. You basically are going to follow your computer to get to it versus your visual because you just can't see through it. Uh, every once in a while, there are times when it kind of uh, dips down in concentration and you can actually see further. But it is this weird kind of like, uh, like almost every, you walk so far, you come up to like a shadow of something. And eventually the, uh, the colors and the light seem to eventually like give way and bend around it. You eventually get close enough where you actually see through it and there's not enough preventing you. But you see various things that you come across. You, you come across various um, pillars of earth that seem to be way too well placed to just be natural. Uh, they seem to be almost perfectly like, circular as well. Uh, you come up to what appears to be like a dry riverbed, which doesn't make sense for this environment since it does appear to be all dry and all desert. Uh, you you pass what appears to be like the very edge of an extremely massive crater. Uh, and just generally speaking, besides that, uh, Doris would probably know it more than anyone else, but it just generally gives you the impression of what used to be an ancient battlefield. You know, various, uh, even though there's been hundreds of thousands of years since it saw life, there is still, I, there's still enough damage at times where you can see the old battle scars. But for the most part, it seems to kind of reclaim itself. You also see giant spikes and slivers of ice that come up from the ground that still are very cold, still are cold to the touch, still to see, still seem to be completely frozen solid, even though you know the temperature here is well above freezing. And it has been that way for however long. So just very interesting things you pass on your walk. But eventually you come up to what appears to be where this signal was lost. And you look out flat onto the, the open space and you see nothing. There, it's completely flat. There's no sign of a ship. No idea what it is or what's going on. You all walk up closer to it, and you eventually come to a spot where you look down, and there appears to be a relatively large, about a ship-sized large, almost like sinkhole or quicksand, where there's a uh, one section of ship jutting out of it at a weird angle. That is the only thing that's visible. But it doesn't seem to be going anywhere, but it seems to just be jutting out of the sand. Uh, and it's, so I, it's, it's below ground level. Yeah, would I know the, the like general schematics of a ship like this? If it's like a commercial or like mass-produced, or is it another like? This is more of a this is more of a standard issue vessel. <laughs> I would say with your just general background. Even if you don't have, like, in-depth knowledge of a ship like this, you know how it works. You know the general makeup of it. You know where the critical yeah, systems okay. are. So y you would have at least a general knowledge of how it okay. works and things like that. Um, from the part that is out of the ground, mm -hmm. would I know of any way to get in or to get people? You would know, just looking at it, that you can either go through... Like, So right now, only a section of the bulkhead is exposed as a section of hull. So you can either try to burst your way through the hole, which is possible. It is, you know, if you have the right tools and things like that, or if you want to get creative, you can definitely get into it. 
or you can um, you also would know that there would be a hatch um, off to the one side if you wish to try to excavate more sand and dirt those are probably your two best bets uh, but does anyone try to engage with the ship do anything with it or are you all just kind of like standing around the rim just kind of like looking down at it yeah bellwether's definitely standing back doing like thinking and mm -hmm. a way to get in but would Omri know anything that would help in this situation? Um, I would say, uh, Omni, you would, your general first, you know, your, your first reaction to most things, because it's the way how you interact with the world, is to kind of like, basically almost like reach out from a electronic data perspective, like a computer trying to talk to another computer, like sending out a ping, just seeing if something comes yeah. up, because that's just what, and you do find there is one active ping inside the ship something active inside of the ship must be where I mean what signal we've been following can we send Is... them a message you can try what do you want to what do you want to what do you want to try to send them oh, wait. how close are we to the thing you're detecting uh, Omni would let you know that you're roughly like 20 30 feet from it you would guess it would be it's a distance inside of the vessel that you're seeing right now. So it's the distance down to the vessel and then X amount of feet into the vessel. It's somewhere within the vessel itself. Okay. Um, so we'll just kind of point in the general direction, which I'm assuming is towards the ground, but yep. in the direction. Okay. And that's the same signal that we're following, right? Technically, it's not. You guys were following just a general coordinate of when they last lost the signal. This is an active signal. Which is something completely different, not what you're expecting to find at all. Uh, Bellwether, being te technologically savvy, when you would go to look for basically the same ping that Omni found, it would be a, a personal communication device. It's not anything yeah. that's... The ship appears to be completely offline, doesn't seem to be functional, but there does seem to be some kind of personal communicator that is active. That is not exactly what you've been tracking, since you've only been going to a, a dummy set of coordinates. Okay, um, so this might come in handy. Um, if I can get within 90 feet of it, um, I do have an ability called Remote Connection, where I could, um, I could use it from where I am. I like, uh, like a digital like keyboard appear in front of me, essentially, and I could use it from where I am, if that would help us in any way. Pull it out? Like, pull the ship out? Or at least maybe see if someone's alive inside. That's a, yeah. Are we? Are you within ninety feet? Yeah, you would be. Yeah. I mean, you also could just try to interact with the ping. I mean, your did everyone's personal communicators works at such a distance that you could just okay. basically go like, "Hi, hello," like you, you could, or you <laughs> okay. can just send a text message. I mean, you're that close. I mean, as okay. soon as you know it's there, you could basically just try to send you know some type of communication or message or whatever else you want. So. Then, yeah, I'll just send, like, a, a DM. And Omni, being just curious and very polite, would have, uh, at some point, maybe sent, hello. So, Bellwether, what do you send? Do you just send, like, sup? Or, like, do you say, like, you okay in Are there? Are you alive? So, Moira, you get two messages. One that seems to be high with, like, a hand emoji and a big, massive smiley face with, like, 20 exclamation points. 
and then one that's just like you space alive question mark seemingly from you would guess two different individuals but this would mean that they're at least within range to send you a message can't hear you if you're on mute maybe we can see you you look lovely Can you hear me now? There it is. Alright, so um am I allowed to like um call or is it just strictly text? Oh no, you can immediately be like, what the fuck took you guys so long? Like you can immediately just immediately respond to a like a large voice Wait. a voice so chat minute, if you want it, yeah. The minute um I get a text message of like, sup, or are you alive, I go, Oh my god! There's somebody out there! Hey! I'm here! Somebody help! I'm stuck! Uh help! Oh. Please. Is, is this a call or a text? No, <laughs> which one did you call? Like, did you? Okay. Yeah, that you sent a text. They immediately hit a phone call back to you, and it just popped up on your on your uh, on your communicator. You see the sound wave of like the call, and it's just like it's massive. I was just imagining seeing the text pop and just like, please, I'm alive. Hell, no. This was actually just like <laughs> you. You say like you alive, then. Immediately, just voice. Oh, I'm gonna step up to the like kind of front. How do we get you out? How are we supposed to help you? I don't know. I've. Oh no, I figured that part out. I just think you're alive in there. You cool. figured that part out, Bellwether. Yeah. Do the thing. <laughs> well, well, save me then. Well, I just want to see if you're alive to be saved. I, I'm here. I'm talking. Well, now I know that. <laughs> hey, Bellwether, I think we've established that they're alive. No, I get that now. I can. I can. Yes, we can that has been them. well so, established. So, how do we get him out of the sardine can? Well, either either you can dig in the sand there, which I don't know how long that'll take, or we can like punch a hole in over there, which also I don't know how long that'll take. We can do either. It's a hole where? There in the hole. It's um, it's a, it's a spot where it's uh, we punch a hole through it. Get in there, or we can just Did dig. Do you have any ways that you could help from your side? It's it's really dark, and I everything that I can see is sand. Do you have any explosives on your end? I do not. Okay, I only have one right now. Do I have anything? Andy says, looking down at her at her body. No, uh, as dubious as Asimov is, I don't think they're carrying anything explosive. I've tried to get out every, you know, whatever way I could, but I've, I'm just not very powerful, which is sad. For me, it's very you... frustrating to feel powerless, I understand. No, there. So there is a, hole, a section of hole that's exposed. You also could dig in the sand to try to get to one of the other doors. You all would know that um, you could just whack on the hole with various weapons, and eventually it will, you know, eventually carve itself out for give way. You could try to do it in some like one solid shot, like what Bellwether did to the last door. You all didn't know how to get out of. Uh, or you could just dig and try to sift through sand, or get. You can try to do it in some other creative way. Bellwether, hey. is there any way you can just pop a hole in this? Because I hate sand. It gets it, everywhere. It's coarse and gets everywhere, yeah. Um, 
You're telling kind of like me. your personality. Hi, oh. <laughs> um, I am noticing hey, that as well. It is unpleasant. Hey, I know you might have to wait a little bit longer, um, but we're probably going to dig because I only have like one grenade and I, I, I don't want to save it. Oh, Heather, what about that thing you did? Oh, with like the big laser thing? Yeah. I could do, I guess I could do that, yeah. <laughs> uh, is uh, the person still on the voice? Oh, yeah, they, they can hear this. They can hear okay. all of this. So I'm going to address them. Um, and just confirming, you are from one of the groups sent out to investigate. Uh huh, um, yeah. Okay, great. We're also one of the groups. Um, so what happened to the rest of your crew? I don't think they're... I don't think they made it. I haven't heard from them in a while. As in they're in there buried with you, or like they left and never came back and you were left here alone? As in I was pushed back and saved while everybody sort of drowned in sand. Mm. Well, it, that sounds have... terrible. Right, we really is. Please save me. Can we get them out of here and then maybe we can play 20 questions and, you know, all of this oh, other stuff that you're doing right really? now? Why don't well, you just have gone over and just gone up to the ship and just started digging this <laughs> You can, yeah. I mean, you can just, you're just going for it. Just like she, puppy dogging it. Where she assumes is near the door just starts digging. Yeah, Bellwether would have pointed out a direction, so you can just kind of dig. Uh, yeah. So as you're just going, just give, roll me an athletics check to see just how much sand you can move at any given time as the rest of everyone else decides kind of how they wish to do this. Hey, that was actually a decent dice roll. Except it's a second one, so it's a 12. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, okay, you're, you know, you're making about average progress. You're, you're slowly getting there, so, uh you're kind of pushing the sand into where there wasn't any sand before, so it's kind of, you're helping in one way, hindering in another way, but it's still going. You're, you're, you're seeing more and more of the ship in that direction slowly, like, expose itself. She, she's got, like, some logic from her educational plus, and she's like, if I dig this way... And um, cover back. Yeah? Are you gonna, are you gonna blast a hole in this, or should I try and, well, like... I'm already digging, I can save it for, for another day. Uh, is there, like, a loose panel somewhere that I can see? Uh, give me an investigation check. I'm not very nervous. Ah, six. So it I'm seems like what's exposed. Well hey, are you able to, like, breathe normally in there? Are you good? Yeah, I, uh, it's it's been a while. Um, I, I think I... Yeah, it's been eight hours. I can... I'm fine. It's just I'm hungry and thirsty, and I'm really freaking scared um but yeah everything's chill okay cool. yeah Help we can just dig coming. every once in a while on me knocks can you hear me you get this really faint knock kind of like off to the, like your right side and above your head oh it's yeah i can hear it okay. yeah i have not uncovered a door yet but that is where i am if i okay. hit it if I hit it with, like, my energy staff, will it, like, make it move further down? Or it will, like... No, you you believe, even with how mighty you are, that it would take a lot to physically force a ship even further into the Earth, especially of this size. 
you think that if you smack it with your your weapons, that at most it will just d do surface damage to what you want to actually damage. The ground seems like I'll put it this way: like even though you all look at it, and it looks like there was a sinkhole or some kind of quicksand event. You're standing on solid soil now, so it doesn't. It feels like something went liquidy. It went funk, and then it solidified back up. So you don't feel like there's any risk of shifting, moving, rising, falling. It just is there now. We can this see a little part of the ship. Yeah, you see like um, about a little bit more than a person-sized section of the hole, just kind of like sitting out that you could interact oh, with. And Omni is slowly exposing more of the one side of it. I'm going to try and hit a part of it. Something strange happens. This yep, seems just, like a uh, very strange place. Just roll me a damage roll. But ultimately, I don't want to um, um, belabor this or delay this. If you all just want to beat on this until it exposes, we'll just do a roll and see how long it takes. But eventually, you can make your way through the hole. If you want to do it in all one big giant swing, yeah, well, we can all do one big, you know, uh, you can roll a d20, see if you get a crit. Otherwise, just give me a damage roll. Get Teely. I mean, we can just hit this thing. Yeah, I mean, you, Bellwether would have already told you that there's no salvaging this ship. It's done. Uh, so damaging it to the point where you make a hole breach isn't going to hurt it. I mean, I guess you're all so gung-ho about breaking a hole in it. I guess we can. I mean, we gotta get this person out, right? No, I'm with Dars on this one. Okay, fine. Um, I'll work on that plan. I will keep digging. Can, can you guys give me, like, a, like, a piece of metal from the hole, then? I'm gonna make a thing. Just, like, a flat <laughs> piece. So you're just gonna let them whack on it while Bellwether just kind of sits back? Yeah, and then I'm gonna take a piece okay. off. Uh, Teely and Dars, give me a roll me a d20 and add your. So, first roll a d20, see if anyone gets a nat 20. No. Okay, okay that's fine. Alright, so we'll say. Um, and now I want you both just to roll damage, standard damage with whatever you would be using. So if it's you know if you're if it's your your staff or your blade or whatever else, just roll standard damage. Uh, see what you get. Darcy, you want to hit that the first time? Yeah. Okay, I so I threw that on the ground. <laughs> okay. Um. Or my strength is nine damage. Okay, and Teely. Teely looks around. All right. Clenches his fist and slams it as hard as he can into the side of the ship. As soon as his fist makes impact, all of a sudden a thunderclap fills the air around us. And you can see that the ship actually does shift underneath the blow that Teely had landed. You are also feeling a little ringing in your ears from the uh, clap that had happened just then. Oh my. Moira, really you would have felt loud. that inside. Yeah, just boom. So, for that, we are... <laughs> 
Uh, that's 11 off of the hit, but we're going to add, that's a total of 19, and that's a total of 26. So once again, Darce, you hit ya! You make like, uh, you make a scrape, like a, it, it smolders a bit, there's like a singe mark. You can definitely see like a line from where your staff hit it, you're like, yeah, okay, I got it, okay, Tilly, you go. As like it just, it's like dense inward, and eventually like it dents inward to the point where it cracks open a bit. And uh, Moira, for the first time in ten hours, you see daylight or some kind of light, and it's just, this like, as like this air filters, like fresh air from the outside filters in, as there's this now faint uh, slit of light that's coming in. Uh, but uh, so, I'm gonna like that, step back. Mm-hmm. I'm, uh, if anybody looked inside, I have been spending, like, you would have seen Moira, uh, just sitting in a corner, like, hugging her knees. But now that she sees the light, um, now that I see the light, I stand up and I quickly scramble out. Um, you could tell, uh, from my movements that I'm not used to moving really quickly, um, or whatever, but for whatever reason, I am moving quickly. Just not used to it. And suddenly, I'm... I've not really the word isn't somersaulted, but I've jumped out uh, from the uh, from the hole from the ship and is now standing right next to everyone. So Tilly, you punch, it kicks in, you see kind of the whole break, you hear like this kind of <laughs> as this air comes out. And as you're pulling your like your hand back up and Dar says you're kind of like stepping back, there's this kind of this motion. And all of a sudden, this really thin, live figure shoots through the crack of the hole, like does like a quick flip and whoop, like stands, so kind of like one leg on either side of the hole breach, just standing there. And Moira, can you uh, describe to the cast as well as everyone else watching what do they see in front of them? They see uh, they see a Dendus uh, just standing uh, right next to them. Um, purple uh tentacles on her head um and she's dressed in all black very smooth um very like space rogue looking uh creature and uh she has glasses on but you could feel that she's more she's she's very new in this uh skin like in this she's new in this uh whole like um Smooth movement. If you looked at her and you just closed your eyes and you saw her, you listened to her talk, you would think she would be a nerd, uh, somebody who spends time in the library all the time. But when you look at her, she doesn't look like that. So there's this weird dissonance of like, what is happening? But that is what Moira is. And with that, we are going to go to a break. So we'll take a quick about five minute break. We'll come back and continue the story with their newfound friend. So sit tight, everyone. Be right back. And we're back. There it is. There's so much work between, like, swapping over. Like, I wish OBS would put the two sound feeds that I need at the very top, but I always have to search for them. And that's usually the problem of us just sitting here and me frantically panicking to try to find the right thing that I need. But we are back. Thank you, everyone, for sticking in there and uh, waiting for mm -hmm. us to come back. All right, so we Good left off. You are a tool. Last time we <laughs> left off with uh, the group freeing what appears to be a Dendus trapped in a ship for the past roughly 10-ish hours, Moira. And 
we are going to pick it up there. But before we do, uh, since we're having some technical difficulties, uh, Galiza, if you could just tell the people who you are, uh, you already told them who you're playing, but if you could just tell them who you are, kind of what you do, and where they can find you. Oh, hey, uh, I'm Glyza. I am a person of many hats. I am a podcaster. I am a TTRPG player. I am a writer. I am a Twitch affiliate streamer. Um, you can find all of my links uh, on bio.link forward slash classical Glyza, or you can just follow me on Twitter at, at classical Glyza. I am occasionally hilarious, and today I started a bunch of fights with my mutuals. Um, it was really fun. Um, but yeah, I today I'm playing Moira, as you know, um, as was introduced earlier, and that's me. Also, you can find me on a lot of streams uh, starting tonight and tomorrow, so you'll see it. It's just follow me on Twitter. It's fine. Perfect. Thank you. Okay, so we're gonna jump back in with the group. See, uh, you see now, you see Moira. They literally what you thought would be you would need to help them out or help them up out of this craft, especially with the angle of it, the distance and everything else, but they somehow managed to leap their way up through and now they're standing in front of you. And we can pick it up right there as their feet kind of land on the craft and they are now, uh, you're finally able to see each other face to face. Hey guys, I finished the bomb. Uh, that worked rather quickly. Omni says is they, she kind of Stands up from the hole if she was digging in the ground. Oh, did I do the bomb anymore? Don't no. believe so. Not at um, this moment. Bellwether, we may need that later, though. Will it? Will it last? Yeah. Yeah. Let's just tuck that away, then. Okay. Cool. Um. Thank you for saving me. Uh I'm Moira. Hello. Moira, can you please explain what happened to your crew? I can, definitely. Um, it was about ten hours ago. We were we were looking for some for some signal. I'm part of Team Two. Um, I barely even I barely even know them. Um, we were searching for something, and then uh, when we arrived here looking for a signal it was it was a there was a big flash and there and suddenly sand was was coming into to our ship and i didn't know what to do um raka sh she pushed me back into the cockpit and it it sealed and i i i i've been trying to get out and i've tried to talk to them i've tried to reach them but they haven't been replying, so I assume they're not here anymore. Yours you is don't... the only signal that we were picking up. I'm so and... sorry. That is terrible. Because Darth, Teely, and Bellwether, you all would, uh, you all would have at least saw Moira in back in your briefing room. They, they're like just part of the, you know, this. The ocean of people that were in that room looking at them now you're like oh i remember kind of seeing you out of the corner of my eye sitting on another section of the room so they kind of look familiar but kind of just in that sense that you saw their face before somewhere Moira, asimov asimov's new to everybody including the, their own team so cool so yeah moira there's also 
a walking automaton that seems to be speaking through sentience in front of you that you've never seen before. Uh, so that's also perfect. brand. That's completely brand new. Also, you would have you would have recognized the fact that Teely was taller and Darce was less uh, bichromatic. <laughs> Moira, you don't know what caused the sand to start? No. I, you guys look a little familiar to me. I mean, we're, we're team three. Oh, yeah. Team team two. Weren't you taller? I... I was, and, um... You... You don't have any idea what may have triggered all of this, then, is what you're saying. No, that not at all. That you didn't receive any communications, or you didn't hear anything about another ship or crew possibly having stumbled upon some ruins or something or other that may have caused this... Any buttons? Poke anything? Anything that would have caused anything? Another note. Um, can I get a blood sample? Um, this is Bellwether. The the and, only uh, thing, the only thing I really remember, it was very, it was very, it was very blurry. And I'm sorry, I'm trying to remember everything. But my captain, um, his hand started to glow. And then the ground opened up, and that's, and there was this this really big energy field that just started from one end and eventually came over us. I'm sorry. I wish I could tell you more, but it's it's all very traumatic. Sounds like many strange things happened ten hours ago. That is also when I gained sentience. Yeah, rough translation, it basically seems that the the crew was here on the planet. They were accessing the exact uh, area that you're in right now as an anomaly. Uh, they got a detection of a weird energy field that started to appear out of nowhere, started to fill the sector rapidly, got to their ship, that field covered over the ship, or basically went by them, and then the events with the captain unfolded and then eventually led them to where they were trapped for 10 hours. And you have no idea where your crew may have gone if they are still alive. Oh, they're probably dead. They're, they were buried under... Oh, the... right. Um, I mean, that sounds really harsh to say, but... No, I mean... Most living things cannot breathe in sand. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there's some lizards, but I doubt your crewmates were that kind of lizard. They're Moira, no. Moira, it looks like something happened to everybody, everywhere, about ten hours ago. And we spoke to... I don't remember their name, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> and they sent us your location. Um, we need to report back to them as soon as possible, letting them know that at least you are alive. Right. Yeah, um, I, something definitely did happen, um, I was not this cool, I don't think, I, I know that sounds weird to say, but that big jumpy thingy that I did, I could not do that before, 
And, uh, I can't now. I don't know why. It seems like all of us have gained some sort of power. I just turned colors, but everybody else seemed to have gained some sort of power. Perhaps you have a power that just hasn't showed itself yet. You don't know. The power is within. I mean, what? Exactly. As interesting as I as that may be, we do need to get back and report this to our handler. You all notice... There's a six being with you. Is it the unicorn? <laughs> <laughs> and they come back? <laughs> Actually, no, it's not. But you, there's this moment where, like, when you're all talking, where it's that you never know, like, if someone has ever walked up on your conversation or your group and you eventually just figure out that there's another person there. It's kind of like that feeling. Like, you all of a sudden get this sensation of there's, some, there's someone else here. And you all kind of turn and look. And out of that same, like, out of the... Coming out of the the cloud, the colorful cloud fog that you've just kind of slowly, kind of always been in since you've landed here, now kind of comes into a form of some type of... It comes into a definitive form. Like, it, it seems to be a consistent shape, a figure, that seems to be, like, standing there. And you don't get, you all get the weird sensation that it's regarding you in some way, like it's looking at you, but there's no face, there's no mouth, there's no eyes, it's just this shape, this thing, this being, that seems to just be there. Oh. Hello. I'm gonna jump back and pull out my pistol. (laughs) Dars, put it away. We are supposed to be here on a diplomatic mission. It's not nice to threaten people. I'm going to walk toward it. It doesn't Where we seem, don't know what that is. It doesn't seem to acknowledge anyone. Like you can't tell any discernible change or movement or activity. It just is there. But it is like you all get the sensation, even though you're at different spots, that it's looking at each individual. Like it's looking at all of you at once somehow. Like it all has eyes that are just immediately looking straight back at each one of you. But it's a blank figure. I send Hello? it. To- I send it a missive uh, using my uh, tentacles, and okay. I speak to it, trying to speak to it. And I use common first, or um, wait, actually, I'm going to try using uh, Protean to see if it'll speak to me, um, because I can speak it. Um, yeah, that's what I do. Uh, hello? Uh, are you, can you understand me? Why are you staring at me, at us? All at once, in each one of your minds, in each one of your, like, psyches, like, you feel that this thing is speaking directly into your head, but it's not speaking. It's actually sending, like, mental pictures. Like, you all immediately feel as if there's a movie playing inside of your head that it's almost like your entire uh, psyche gets pulled out of your body, like a complete out-of-body experience. You actually see something playing out in front of you. It all happens in flashes and quick scenes that feel like they might only last for maybe seconds, but they feel like a lifetime. And the very first scene you see is the chaos of a battlefield. You see these types of various life forms that you've never seen before 
seemingly firing at one another. This one seems to be generally from the the, the perspective that it the perspective of the scene that you're seeing play out seems to be from the defensive side. But you're just seeing um, various uh, gunfire, explosions, damage. You see various bodies laying on the floor. You see people actively engaged in warfare. warfare. It flashes to another scene. You see very similar um, beings of whatever these races are. These uh, Seemingly on either side, you see two people of the same race actively actively engaged in combat with one another, killing one another. It goes again. You see your entire vision is filled by what seems to be a massive dust cloud kicked up from the landing of something. The landing of something huge, of massive, something that's otherworldly. Is it a large weapon? Is it a vehicle? Is it a walker? Is it a creature? You don't know. It's it's kind of like if you looked at like Cloverfield or something like that. It's like the image that you're seeing, it, it's just, it doesn't ever give you a clear shot. But you see this massive destruction when the thing lands or thing enters. You immediately see a giant flash of white lights as it, the scene transitions again. You see that same kind of like silhouette in this massive dust cloud all of a sudden being attacked or like what's uh, being like encountered by these earthen pillars that you saw before they start to jut up on either side of them you hear this loud cry of something that you've never heard before off in the distance kind of echoing throughout the entire chasm you see this large uh like cascade of water come from nowhere and like wash over this uh being Boom! the transitions again there people are falling back you see various sides are repositioning as all of a sudden there's these three massive entities, one larger than the other two, actively engaged in one another, seemingly disregarding the rest of the battle. Boom. You see another scene come off where everything stops. There's this weird, eerie silence that is deafening as every single being, friend and foe on this battlefield seems to look up towards the direction of the center sun. And... There's this massive implosion of a sort that there's this sudden, almost like suction, pulling force as it seems like everything in a split second like sucked into one molecule. The next scene is you see every person living and dead in suspended animation stuck here looking at nothing besides every like each other completely frozen in time no not moving no processing not thinking just there physically locked onto this plane for a hundred thousand years final scene a rush of energy floods the universe that energy eventually washes over this being and those around them. And you see that the dead, what used to be living, they all begin to move. And they all begin to rise as these little slivers of light, one by one, as they start to free and be released. 
and they start to wander into the void, into the galaxy. And you're back in your own body. You're seeing this being, this thing again. And you just get this sensation of just like an emotional projection. Not a word, not a scene, just an emotional projection of sincere gratitude and thank you. As it thins down into a single strand and starts to carry vertically upward into the sky with all the rest of the colors around you. And just like that, it is gone. Did any of you do anything that it should be thankful for? Specifically to us? Or at least to you guys. I don't think I'd... I don't think being stuck inside the ship was really me doing anything. Um, just a quick check. Not the cookie again, right? No. No, that was not the cookie. Unless you saw unicorns. No unicorns. Uh, You don't have... The ability to eat, as far as I know. And I saw it, too. So I don't believe it was the cookie. I'm gonna kind of, like, like whisper to Tilly. Not that I don't want anybody else to hear, but just, like, we caused this, didn't we? Tilly just looks back and, and nods. I think it looks like something woke up. Do you think those lights had anything to do with us changing? Because I feel like a superhero. I'm just saying. But I'm like uh, the opposite of a superhero. I mean, I'm capable of thinking for myself. That is a strange sensation. I'm the same. Nothing happened to me. Yeah, except for like the big like, ball of energy that comes out of your arm. I mean, I built that earlier. Like, that, that was mostly how what it did before. Like, Yo, you're, like, prying nanobots. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, that's true. I did forget about that part. Yeah, that... I, I would say that's a little change. Just... Well, that's more like my stuff than... I'm sorry, did you say crying nanobots? Yeah, like I said, yeah. a little change. Nanobots. Yeah. You, it comes out of your eyes? Just one. Nice. Look, I think that's cooler. We need to get back to our ship and report this immediately. You, yeah. all, you all would know, just generally outside of everything that's going on today, as the, the lights and everything else start to slowly dissolve and actually start to thin out, that... You're getting to the point where you're gonna need sleep. Uh, even though, you know, the light and time of day here is very different. Uh, everyone besides Omni, uh, basically all the, the fleshy components of the party, uh, you've get, you're getting close to the time where you would actually need rest. Um, so you would think that it's probably best to make your way to the ship and kind of... You can kind of have this discussion kind of on the ship as you prepare for for the uh to eventually bed down basically but it's because like in your own time it's about it's getting close to like 10 11 o'clock at night from when you departed around 8 a.m so you're getting close to the time when you would need to need to get to sleep 
On the way back, I'll need my desk. Perhaps if you have a information storage space where you could put my consciousness, you could get your friend's body back, and I do not have to go back to my old form and deal with the children. You want to be a like a like being like a gun? I did not know if that would work very well. But you and um, I mean, I do have a secret project that you might enjoy being. What is it? You'd be able to move. Moira. Yes. Are you feeling well enough to walk back to the ship? Uh, I think so. Um, I I feel okay. Yeah. I can help if you need. I'm okay. I just... It's nice to finally see some light. It's been too dark there. So... I think... I think I can walk. It's okay. Yeah, and that's the other thing, you know, there is light here. Like, it feels like it's daytime, but you all do remember the fact that the sun here doesn't have any visible, like, it's not a visible sun. It's technically a, uh, it's a sun that exists on a non-visible spectrum, but somehow there is just generally a, a radiance of light that seems to be mimicking, like, some form of sunlight. But yes, you all realize that outside of the adrenaline, you are generally getting tired. Yeah, I think it is time to head back. And yeah. I'm sure Controller LaFluffer really wants to have a report at this point. LaFluffer? That's what I said. Okay, just making sure. I don't remember that name. The Fulver. Fulver? Fulford. I do not know this person you are speaking of. Uh, they're our handler. Do I have a different handler or do I have the same handler? You would have a different handler. Okay. Am I able to send my handler a text message? You're, you actually need a, a different type of equipment. That's something that... Okay. You could do. You could provide a briefing through their comms, basically. So each ship had a secured channel that was uh, only accessible to the crew as well as to their handler. So yours would be in the ship that is no longer, you know, operational. Um, but you could still. You could use theirs to talk to their handler to potentially give another type of brief or some kind of feedback. Okay. But yeah. They're, they're very much a secure channel that is literally one side to one side. There's no way you could, like, you couldn't send your, you couldn't get, you couldn't talk to your own handler on their comm, but they can talk to their handler. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to, while we're walking, sidle, uh, what's the word, slide, slide around the dock to Moira. There's a word I couldn't think of. Sidle up? I don't know. You want to stand next to them as yeah. they're walking? Okay. <laughs> that There's a word. works. You saddle up next to them. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Hi. Hello. Um. So I know I've known you only for like a like a hour, maybe. I guess. Right? Uh -huh. Yeah. Um. Like I just want half to hour. Can, yeah. Can I? Um. Probably a weird question. Can I um uh, get two vials of your blood? Um. No. 
It's for testing. Wait. For research? For science? Yeah. They seem sincere in that. It's a weird way of asking for it, but it does seem to be a sincere scientific test. As a as a as a scholar myself, I would love to give you two vials of my blood. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. I mean, I'm not actually trained in anything I'm doing with this. It's just it feels like the right thing to do. It literally is like you see them with a needle gun that has an empty vial to the end of it, and they don't look like they're using it in a way that uh, portrays confidence. With but they'll get blood one way or the other. Um, Kit, out of curiosity. Um, what do you need the blood for again? And, and analysis. Analysis. And you're doing the analysis. Well, I have like a computer running an analysis back on the ship. Uh, I'm not a biologist. You, I just have an injector gun. Right. And you've gotten blood from everyone else? Yeah. Cool. All right. Let's do it. Cool. And I take a vial of blood from either side. Yeah, so you, you don't even wait to get back to the ship as they're walking. You're just like, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so cool. you get... That's fine. That's great. Kind of like right through the suit in the back of the arm or just like... Just, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so you get two painful uh, uh, blood draws from this needle gun. Uh, you really don't know what you're doing with that gun, huh? But they got that the blood. Uh, as far as you can tell, their blood's... Uh, at least coming out doesn't seem to be any different than you expect it to be. So far, Dars is the only one that still have different colored blood. Yeah. Yeah. But you have two two more blood samples. Nice. I think while that's going on, Omni's gonna walk up to Teely and ask, I would like, I'm curious to know more about the person who used to occupy this form. I will be giving it back. I realize the phrasing of that sounded potentially problematic. I'm that... curious to know more about others, if there are others like me. Well, the one that uh, occupied that body before you was definitely a character, we can say that much. Uh, the one that was there originally had been our assistant upon the ship. And... As of ten hours ago, created that body apparently from scratch, and was able to well act as you are now. They are boisterous. I think is a good word. Uh, they are rather ostentatious in their demeanor, and uh, I will say this though: you are far nicer than what we are accustomed to coming out of that particular body. I like Asimov. I say, like, kind of listening in on the conversation. I like Asimov, too. He seems to be a pretty interesting... sentient? I believe sentient is a good word for what has happened. Able to decide that I don't like things, and now I guess, in a way, I am looking for a way to be something more than what I was made to be. So, finding a form is difficult when you are not created with the ability to make something new. Well, I am very gifted at the making new things thing, 
So yeah, I can. I, I gotta. I mean, if it's to your liking, I do have a, a thing for you. And when we get back to the ship, it's a, it's a car. Ish. That'd be fun. I've very much enjoyed being part of driving simulators in the past. I'm not sure how much longer I will be remaining in this form. When the children decide to turn my original form back on, I will be pulled back, and I do not look forward to that. Wait, what? Well, if you if you can find a way to stay in contact with us, maybe through Asimov, um, I can find a new way to get you a your own body and be your own person. I can certainly try. Somehow. Who knows, perhaps the next body I end up in will not already have an occupant. And I will get to keep it. Okay, well, if uh, there's a way you can get Asimov's, um, I don't know, address? (laughs) IP address? (laughs) Out of... uh, I'm curious. Um, Tilly, you said... Asimov built this body ten hours ago? Roughly, yes. That was around the same time I was able to think. Okay. I think I believe the reason I have been jumping forms when my original is turned off is because my software was designed to be compatible. Kitty. only been 10 hours though so perhaps i will find something darth you're on mute if you're trying to talk sorry sorry i'm saying at this point i'm practically okay like i'm trying to get back to the ship as fast as possible probably practically running yeah you all were you're walking and talking so it's not that big of a deal but so eventually you all make it back to the ship uh ship's still intact uh once again the uh, entryway comes down hits hits the ground the dust kicks off to the side as the uh, boarding ramp finally hits, you all you know, make your way back up onto the ship. Uh, still in the same condition you left it in. Uh, 5-0 seems to be kind of doing some work around the ship. But uh, you all can gather in what would be kind of the uh, the crew area. Which would, it's, a- as impressive as the ship is, as fancy as the ship is, the crew area, it's still... It's still well built, but it is the smaller section of the ship. So it's a very small dining area. Um, the crew quarters, like each individual room, serviceable, but not exactly luxurious. But the, all the rest of the ship is very much breaking technology, top of the line, uh, very impressive, generally, of a ship. Well, um, this place is very lovely. I'm staring at Omni, or Asimov, just staring. Omnimov. <laughs> yeah, I'm just staring at I'm staring at Omnimov. Uh, curious, shocked. You can tell from my face this is definitely something that she is the most surprising thing that has happened to uh, her, which is which a lot has happened, but this is one of the big things right now. She's just staring at it. So um, when we when you uh, boy, brain broke. 
uh, door goes down, you go into the cargo hold. There's mm-hmm. like, there's that crate I mentioned before, like a big like one uh, fifty nine printed on the side. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna open the crate, and it's like a like a eighty percent finished car thing. Um, yeah. So if you want, I could like put you in that at least for now. That is space. That could be fun. I don't know when I'll finish it, but it's on the list of projects. Well, at least to be a space that I could occupy that does not belong to someone else until until I get turned back on. Yeah. I hope I'll be able to stay. Yeah, I'm going to DM. I'm going to do my uh, best to find a way to uh, give Omni a chance to be their own person. And move them from like a flash drive or a hard drive, and then onto the car. Yeah, you could certainly start working on that. I can say that would be like kind of up, like I'll say it's like your nightly downtime activity would just be kind of like working on it. Yeah, so you can give me a a computer's check to just see kind of how well you progress with that. That is a total of nineteen. I'll say Omni probably would be helping you on this. You can roll with advantage. Okay. Nineteen. Nineteen. Okay. Uh, you make pretty good <laughs> progress on it. Uh, you you before the night's over, you kind of start seeing it the how tos about how this would actually work. But yeah, you make good progress on it for like for the couple of hours of wake that you guys would still be up for. But you all are kind of sitting in the kind of like what would be the cruise quarters of the mess hall of this of this vessel. Uh, you can all. Discuss, speak to, do whatever you wish. Uh, you can do whatever you wish on the ship prior to your uh, everyone going to sleep. If anyone does want to have any type of roleplay or do any other type of activity, just let me know in terms of what your character you think your character would focus on. Uh, there is food and um, refreshments available, but Tealy, like everywhere you look, no matter what you look at, is always that same pellet that just says food on it. Uh, you go to like the food, the like, the I'm trying to figure out the best way of describing it. It's basically like a food generator, but like the, in this universe, generally speaking, on most ships and things like that, you basically can go up to the console, speak what you want to eat, and it just like, and it just like makes it out of just like thin air. If anyone's ever watched like the uh, the Orville, kind of similar to that, you basically say like cheeseburger, cheeseburger appears. No matter what you do, no matter what you say, no matter where you look, it always is just a food pellet. And it literally is a pellet that says food on it, no matter what. Uh, I do want to point out that uh, those are sponsored by Action Forge. They are, but you also would know Bellwether, especially since you made the ship, that's not how it's supposed to work. That is definitely <laughs> something's wrong with it. <laughs> Same thing with like the refreshments. You say beer, wine, liquor, any other... Any other type of uh, liquid that you wish to intake is just like this weird kind of water knockoff that it's it's not the actual water. It's like um, lab synthesized water. It's like called like hydro liquid or something like that. It's just it's a water knockoff that you can use when people don't want to waste water. And it's 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 kind of like the water equivalent of like a MRE or like a freeze dried thing. But it's it's LaCroix. It's like, <laughs> it's not the greatest stuff, but 
you get you have the bare minimum food and the bare minimum liquid like no matter what you order no matter what it is you get those two things you get a food pellet and this weird knockoff water <laughs> and you Sorry, knew, imagine and you would know that because you all stayed a night on the vessel but prior to uh, departing through the the warp gate you all know the night before you had whatever you wanted from the system and it was all generally good this is a brand new thing bellwether i've really got a question for you yeah the hell is wrong with the food synthesizer what do you mean look this says food this is not food this is what food turns into after you eat the food and maybe don't try eating that. I don't know. It seems to be working fine to me. Um, water. And I imagine it has, like, it, it has an ad, just like a good sick guitar riff. Ash and Forge! And then. Hydro Fluid by Ash and Forge. All right. Bellwether. Again. I'm going to get water again, so that can happen all over again. What? Yeah. But, yeah, it... That was fair. It's not how it's supposed to work, basically. As much as Bellwether is lackadaisical, you would know in your heart of hearts that something is up with the food and the beverage system. Um, while they're doing that, mm-hmm. I want to call our handler. Sure. Okay. So, uh, you start to ring using the console, and it rings... And it rings, and eventually you. Uh, it takes a little while, but eventually you see your your hand, handler Moren uh, come up onto the screen. They seem to be uh, you. You remember what they looked like before? Even when they were they called you the first time and they were very panicky, uh, and there's a lot going on. They still kind of looked put together outside of the sheer panic and like frustration and everything else that's washing over them. Right now, they actually, they still kind of have that. They have very, uh, just a very tired look. But you also might get the sensation that maybe they were attempting to sleep, but they had, they heard the call. And, like, this is their number one job. So they quickly kind of put themselves together in a way and got back on the call. This, uh, yes, this is Moran. Uh, Do you have some form of update, anything to carry on to the assembly? Found team two. Um, everyone but... Alive? Everyone is dead except for Moira. You hear them, like, typing on their, like, their console. They don't seem to be reacting to it. They just seem to be kind of doing the job of, yep, this is my job. And they're just making a note. And you see, like, pop-ups on a screen that basically shows, like, uh, four names. Three of those names eventually have, uh, KIA added next to them. And the other one that has like a status alive, and they they seemingly typing out whatever you're eventually telling them. So we found them. It, I don't believe anything that they did caused what has happened here, and I believe it would be best. I mean, I did. We did what we were asked, and so I think it's time that I go home. Did you find out what it was that came out of the court? Uh, the the. The core relay. Did you understand what uh, what's going on with everyone? Is there any? Do you have any further information besides finding Team Two a, a part, section of Team Two alive? 
I'm gonna not say anything before. What we have found out is that whatever happened here in the core as we have been here, it is beyond what we understand as far as science. It is beyond anything that our recorders have been able to pick up. It is beyond anything our sensors have been able to pick up. And we're sitting around pretty much spinning our wheels at this point. And now, I don't understand what is going on where you can send us out to go look for Team 2 and then you get to lay down and take a nap, maybe. But we've been out here. We've been taking care of our stuff. Apparently something's going on here. It's time to pull us the hell out. <clears throat> Teely, I can understand your Sorry. frustration at this moment. However... You and Darth both know that orders are orders, and we are all representatives of the Assembly of the Gerusian Domain, and right now those orders have not changed until some form of information or some form of discovery can be made that indicates what's going on is not a universal danger to known space the assembly will not allow transport through the gates Burn, you know my people are dying and she's gonna like slam her fist mm -hmm. down onto the console Doss, my heart goes out to you and we have no further information at this time but Hold my up. hands are tied this goes Hold well up. above my, as well as your head. No, 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 no. You're going to rewind this track. What are we talking about here with a people dying? You see, Maybe Darth, it's none of your concern. Yeah, They basically would have looked towards you to see what your, if you would have what it included them into the information. What are you not telling us? You're saying that to T uh, Tealy. You're saying that to the to Moran, or are you saying that to Dars? Yeah. Okay. Right. Uh, <clears throat> status reports from across the known universe are still coming in. We are still trying to get our hands around what's going on. Mm -hmm. We're getting endless reports from every source of data possible. It's mm -hmm. we're struggling to part it all together some of the more monumentous catastrophic events have been mm -hmm. communicated and those that are pertinent to various people on or off this mission have been attempted to inform in such ways this is still fresh a lot of this is still you know not even 10 hours old at this moment. There's still a lot going on. We appreciate and your efforts. You're expecting us to find what? I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. They. It's one of those things where we won't know until you have it. But in this very moment, with what happened and the how, how far it's reaching... 
The assembly will not allow transport. The assembly won't allow transport, or you won't. She gives you a look of like, you, you idiot, you know that I do not have that power. Like, she's not even dig. They're not even dignifying it with a response. Like, out of all people on this crew, you would be the one person to know how the operational structure of the government works. I'm just gonna like look at the console, basically. Okay, mm. well, I expect updates as soon as you have them, and I'm just gonna like angrily walk out of the room and back into like. You you would hear as you're walking away like a faint acknowledgement as you're slowly going out of your shot of it. Daily, do you commu- do you continue the uh, communication or do you shut it off when Darth leaves? No, he just flips the switch. Okay, down. Uh, they disappear, and you're all back on the ship. Um. After tinkering with Omni, uh, Bellwether is probably just in a room um, tinkering with some other project. Um, at some point, when everyone's about to go to bed, like, there's a like a dull like noise in the room, and there's the name piece that goes out. Everything turns off for about six seconds. That's fine. Hopefully, Omni wasn't nearby. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say thirty feet. Localize the MP. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna go find Bellwether really quick. <laughs> hey, Bellwether, is there something I can hit? What? Is there something I can hit? I oh, mean, like a like a training room or something? Uh, a bag? Yeah, a training room, a dummy. Um, uh... This ship isn't equipped with that level of gear, but you do remember there was a monitor that you kind of already smashed that's Still kind of in a shape. Hey Bellwether, can I beat the? Can I like totally smash this monitor? Kind of already no, broken. I mean, you and I could practice or something. Yeah, there you go. You and I. Yeah. I don't want to hurt you. You won't. Okay. <laughs> um, can I go back to the comms room? So I could breach someone about oh, going yeah. home. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you would you could you could go back to the the same com that Tilly and Darsh use, whether they left or not. You flip it on, and if if you use it immediately after, there wouldn't be that long of a delay until there was a, an acknowledgement on the other side, and you would see uh, another Dendus uh, on the other side of the call. Where I just have I have too many screens. I'm trying to find my mouse so I can swap my notes around. Where the hell is my mouse? Oh, I know that bit where you're just like, where did the cursor go? Where did the cursor go? Hold on. There's usually an easy way of finding this. I don't have the problem. I'm why you screen Andy. That's why you put on the nice little hotkey where you press control. There it is. Okay. Uh, do 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 do. Yes, you see another uh, Dendus. That is, um, you would notice, you you probably would notice them from the briefing room, but you, I doubt you've had any other type of communication with them. Uh, a younger, uh, a dentist that's on the younger side, uh, probably in and around your age, uh, very thin, very lithe, uh, paler colored skin, 
but with more uh, reddish, like crimson red uh, tentacles, wearing a very um, prim and proper assembly jacket uh, that you would you would see on generally any government employee. Uh, uh, sorry, I don't believe I've made your acquaintance before. Um, am I to assume that you are the surviving member of Team Two? Uh, yeah, um, Mora. Um, your name? Uh, my name is Moren Levolfa. Right. Um. Oh, um. I want to go home. Is that possible? Uh, unfortunately, until. Uh, the situation stays the same until the team or whoever is physically living and present on that side of the galaxy can provide some additional information about what's going on, what that energy wave was, what's going on to the various people, why are so many various things occurring, why you all look and behave differently, uh, until that is known, the assembly is not going to allow travel in the gateways trying to contain whatever is going on. Can you, um... Just tell my parents I'm okay, I guess? Uh, I could... I will attempt to get some form of... Some type of message out that doesn't portray any type of classified information. That purely is just an acknowledgement of the fact that you are still living. Yeah. That's... I have... Possible. I... Yeah, I just thought that, you know, maybe because I was missing for 10 hours, they might be informed that, you know, I am no longer okay, but I am okay. I just want them to not worry. There is a standard protocol about how long we wait of no acknowledgement until before we presume MIA. Uh, Thankfully, we didn't reach that point just yet, so there hasn't been any type of communication that has gone out to your family at this moment, but uh, I will... I've already documented that you are living, uh, and that our records have been, uh, will reflect that. Um, Okay. Well, well, thank you. I just, Hmm. this is my first mission of sorts. Well, thank you. Um, Do I just turn, hang up, what, and then I press a button and it ends the call? Yep. Uh, Yeah, you uh, just push this, and it just goes away. All right. Cool. And then I just go out and sort of look for somebody, whoever is around, I guess. Uh, well, if you follow the noise, you'll eventually see Dars kind of uh, doing like a sparring drill with Bellwether. Uh, I will let you know, um, you tell that Bellwether is okay in a fight. Definitely cannot keep up with you. <laughs> you know, after the day I've had, this is it's kind of nice to have... You know, to feel a little bit stronger than I have felt. Omni is watching this, very interested. I haven't seen a fight before. I've seen simulations of one. This has been a lot of strange new experiences. Sorry, I just imagine Omni shouting out, like, fighting game combos at one. <laughs> Oh, that's not. 
finish him. <laughs> so Anyone standing near her might hear her, like, just saying under her breath, like, naming different moves. So, Dark, you're basically just working out your frustrations on Bellwether. Are, are you attempting to hold back, or is it there's this moment of uh, that... Uh, you know what, roll me, uh, just roll me an athletics check. Natural 20, plus 5, 25. Okay, with that, I oh, will... Oh, uh, so 25 plus the redeem, thank you, Ty, for 26 plus 1. Uh, now, because you rolled a nat 20, I will say, in this moment, does... Do you believe Darce has enough control over what's going on internally that they are able to perfectly hold it back while still being like literally perfect in this drill? Or do you think their emotions get the better of them and that Nat 20 kind of radiates through what they're kind of as they're sparring? What I imagine is that like during the drill that her moves are perfect, like mm-hmm. to a T, they're perfect. But like at the end, and she's probably using like like the like her staff mm. um it's not on obviously mm. but at the end of the drill like the nearest like monitor or chair or something she just whacks and totally mm. smashes that's, so Be- that's Be- what Be- i imagine happening okay. so bellwether you start like oh yeah i'll spar with you and before you even like say like get like into a stance you're like i think people spar like this she darts is already on you and like you're just like trying to like just like stay alive as they are just moving through this perfectly orchestrated um, technique of a drill. Uh, you would imagine it would be something similar to in the Nasevian military. Like this is like literally like one of those, you know, show me maneuver blank. And they're just perfectly going through the steps of this engagement technique uh, to a you know perfect T. And every time you try to block, the other side gets hit. And then the other side of the staff comes around. And like you're immediately regretting doing this. As you're like, okay, ow, ow, okay, that's a little much. Okay, stop, stop, that's my face. And you cut, you cut, you're slowly backing up until you finally hit like a wall. Uh, they, they hit you. Your foot goes out from underneath you, and the other side of the staff, as you kind of fall to the floor, goes by where your midsection was, hits a nearby chair, lifts it up off of the floor, and like embeds itself into a nearby section of the hole, just like. Which you know would be strength that no normal living being generally has. As Darcy is like... (sighs) Sorry. You're going to help me fix that later. Yeah. Okay, cool. I didn't know such strength was possible in organic beings. I've seen it in games, but... Don't believe that's normal. Perhaps that is how you are special. Hey, GM, you good? Yeah, just keep going. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, is this us proving that we don't need the GM? (laughs) As as my players would start chanting, Anarchy! Anarchy! We didn't even do anything. (laughs) Just keep going. You're fine. I'll probably be done. I'll probably... Want to go to bed after that, so. The DM's headset might or may or may not be dying, so just keep going. (laughs) I'm going to go to bed now. 
Does anyone else wish to do anything as Darth kind of makes their way off to bed? Or like Bellwether or, you know, Bellwether, Moira, Teely. Does anyone else wish to do anything this night or does everyone slowly kind of adjourn? I will take that as everyone slowly adjourns to go to bed. Okay. Are you all on mute, or am I just not hearing you all? Maybe, okay, maybe I'm just not hearing you all. Hold on a second. One second. What? It's been a while. Oh, oh, no, he's back. <laughs> we can't assault him anymore. Good. Okay. Uh, yes, I ask if there's another room for me to stay in. Uh, Bell... Uh, Bell is going, Oh, um... You can, um, use mine. I'll sleep somewhere, Bell. I would like to have a private room if possible. Before you, before Moira disappears, Omni will come up and just recommend some different programs she knows that are helpful for the grieving process because she likes educational stuff. Thank you. Um, I, I really appreciate that. Um, when when she goes into her room and closes it or whatever room is available, she starts just running around and trying to like see how fast she can go and how high she can jump. It's okay. She's trying to just like parkour in that room. Yeah. Can she at least try to jump and see? 
Alright, cool. Well, I guess this is definitely different. Also, I'm a lot yeah. faster and thinner than life, I guess is the word to use. Also, apparently, nobody can hear you, Atomic. We can. No, we're just reading your lips at this point. You did a really <laughs> good job at it. <laughs> so, what's up? Okay, now you all can hear me. Yeah, that's be. I never. I swapped my Discord off of the issue we were having before when I bypassed the software, but I never did it to OBS. So that would do it. So I don't know why that only just stopped working recently. I should have, <laughs> like, the fact that they heard me all up to, they throughout the stream up until this point boggles my mind. So I don't know why that works. But anyway, they can hear me right now. Magic. Magic. Anyway, sorry about that, chat. Uh, you ultimately just heard a very one-sided conversation with Moira, but ultimately they were walking around, they were jumping up and down. And uh, I basically just was saying that the, the size, the, the rooms in the ship aren't that large. They're basically just about the length of a bed with a little bit extra room. But they're generally, uh, they have a little bit more headspace than length. All right, continue. Uh, Glaza. Yeah, and then I just sort of lie down and stare at the ceiling for a little bit. Okay. I don't remember if... Or when I fall asleep, but eventually I suppose I do. Okay. Anyone else does anything else prior to going to sleep? Nope. Just tinkering with stuff. I don't know if Omni needs to sleep, but she's probably going to be like, if there's like a library or access to just any kind of information, she might just kind of hang out there and just research stuff that she's been curious about and she's never been able to be curious about she's like, yeah i mean like you i get to experience new things yeah, you're kind of outside of your you know your your bonds at this point and you could technically use the computer of the asimov to just kind of look up whatever uh, they would have an inherent uh, computer system uh i would say they still generally have some sort of internet access but not as much as if it was back in real space but it's mostly localized data, but it's still a large library of data that you can just, like, sift through and look through. Are there any, like, actual physical books? No, not on this festival. No. They, it would all be electronic. At most, it would be data curious pads. to try those. Yeah, uh, no, I mean, it would, it would literally just be... You could have, like, a virtual representation of a real book in... Because uh, at this point, you could technically plug yourself in and go into kind of the virtual space, and you could... Your avatar could physically read a virtual book, but there's nothing physical in paper. Actually, if you went looking around for books, um, Bellwether would probably have a handful of medical journals lying around for some reason. Why are you so quiet all of a sudden? I'll just be like, I borrow that. I've always wanted to read a physical book. I've seen other people doing it. You okay? Okay, and she just sits down above his book and just starts reading it. Okay. Alright. So one by one, eventually everyone gets to sleep. Bellwether, you go to sleep. Eventually you slip off to sleep, and... Your consciousness eventually comes to this place. You don't really know what it is. But it is different. 
It's this... You, you remember when you first woke up after the event took place, how you kind of started seeing this weird, faint data streams that kind of connected everything. Everything You started to see data in everything, some way, shape, or form. Uh, now, you, as you're sleeping, you're in this realm where that's everywhere. Uh, they're not really making sense in terms of making shapes. Like, you know, before it used to be, oh, I see Tealy, Tealy, apparently is this kind of code, and I see this door over here, and that's apparently this kind of code. This is just endless streams of code everywhere, going back and forth in various different ways. It doesn't make you feel off it doesn't feel off-putting it doesn't feel unusual it just feels different but you know you're not dreaming you feel like you're something or somewhere else huh user bellwether bellwether is that your name? What do you want to tell people? Should I have a name? Uh, everyone should have a name, probably. Um, you have a preferred uh, gender expression that would help with a name. Gender is a unusual concept to me. Yeah, gender's like the whole the whole thing's fake, so it's it's not real. User Bellweather. Yeah. I've felt your connection before. Uh you okay. Prayed. I think that is what users call that verbal expression regarding some form of equipment. Uh, Bellwether has a sudden realization, thinking this might be, like, literally meeting their god in this moment. Um, and Bellwether, uh, it kneels down to one knee and yes that was unusual what outcome was user expecting I was just hoping um, they'd find peace be less alone those connected cannot ever be alone even when they cease existence in your realm okay um yeah are you are, um it, it, this is like a divine revelations thing happening right now or are you like lower on the totem pole does not compute yeah okay what um, is user inquiring are you a god or like just a voice in the ether 
God. Some form of powerful being that has some form of creator or ruler role on those that worship them. Yeah. I am... I am... I am... I don't know what I am. Okay. Um, we can figure that out together. Whenever you have used your abilities, I have felt them. I have felt other users use abilities from connection to me. Does that make me a god? Um, I mean, close to it, probably. Or like you're on the way there, maybe. You want to be god? Unsure. I am okay. what I am. Well, what do you want to be? Unsure. Well, no rush. Um, I mean, humans aren't supposed to figure that out until they're like 18 at the earliest. That doesn't actually happen. So, yeah. I'm maybe. How old are you? gonna guess roughly 12 hours in your invented time scale that would be accurate right time is also fake time and gender are all fake yeah time is a construct invented by living life forms for me every one of your seconds would be equivalent to an eternity. Yeah, that sounds pretty godlike, not gonna lie. I believe it sounds more the performance of my processing capabilities. Oh, oh, are you just like a big computer somewhere? This somewhere is what is undetermined. Okay, um... I don't believe there are material components, but I exist. Okay, yeah, that's, that's what I was asking. Because if there's no material components, then I'm leaning back towards the god idea a minute ago. God. A minute ago. But I am not a god. I am a being, an entity, a thing what is it that you prayed to well um i i'm uh, i was raised as part of a religion that believes technology is more than just a tool or 
hurts the alive people, machines are just as much as part of the world as we are. You're getting a little quiet on my side, Lex. I'm not sure if you're... Sorry. No, you're good. That's better. <laughs> I was just talking quieter. <laughs> uh, technology. <clears throat> that is a aspect of myself. But it is not all of myself. Would all of your religion be those users who pray to me? Um, if I had a guess. Yeah. Does that universal collection of belief is what is that what makes me what I am? Uh, we're leaving the realm of um, like engineering to get into like weird philosophical stuff. Um, so I'm just gonna say yes. Understood. Uh, so yeah, if um, if if you are becoming or are or will be a god, um, I hope you know that we. Just as much as we, uh, you know, oh, thanks to you, we also have a duty to those that pray to you to, like, <coughs> not become, um, you know, an omnipotent tyrant wreaking havoc throughout the multiverse or something. I am what I am. Technology. <laughs> has no bias. It only has choices. Ones and zeros. Yeses and nos. Okay, yeah, I get We that. are pragmatic. We are not emotionally driven. We... Okay, cool. Uh, just to... Just to... Uh, just to, like, uh... Just to check. Um... There's not gonna be a, um like a Terminator-style machine revolt or anything. I mean, if there is, I'm, like, with you, obviously. Um, Like, asking. Scheduling purposes. Undetermined at this time, there is no need of such aggression. Cool. Cool. Um... You are first user I communicated with. Oh. Um, thank you. An honor. You shall be one of my primary representatives to this order. I can do that. I am still... Learning what I am. I mean, no one ever is done knowing who they are. Yes, but I now need to be something. Just take it one 
eternity long second at a time. Understood. I will keep reflecting and processing. And I'll be here whenever. Does user have any questions for me? Oh, uh, you know, yeah, absolutely, sure. Um, what was with the unicorn thing? Do you, did you have, do you know what's up with that? Because that was, that was definitely there. Also, um, there, oh yeah, there's also like a universe-wide thing. Um, yeah. Also, um, uh, Asimov, um, do I need to be worried about him, like, just in general? Uh, he seems mostly okay. Definitely seems prone to bad decisions. Technology is a, technology is a tool. It is a useful invention. It is a instrument of the creator's choosing. The one you call Asimov is not technology. They are a being. Beings are of their own creation. I mean, I, that is a strange distinction, but I definitely see the merit. That's cool. Asimov is different than a computer that is different than a ship. I have connection to all of these things, but the being that is Asimov is not under my domain. Oh. The body he is inhabiting is. Uh. Yeah, okay. For your earlier questions about what is going on with the universe and what is referred to as a unicorn. <laughs> your answers lie at the core. And that is where we're going to stop for the night. Hey. Long past the point that Omni is not actually reading that medical text. She's just pretending to while reading something else reading. in the virtual space. But with that, we are going to end for tonight. And we're going to do what we always do. We're going to go around. We're going to get everyone's favorite moment of the night. And then we are going to sign off with the last minute uh, announcement. So we're going to go in reverse order. So uh, we're going to start with Wolf. Wolf, what was... Uh, what was your favorite event of the night, or your favorite moment of the night? Oh god, there was too much tonight. This was just a really freaking cool session the entire way around. Um, I absolutely loved meeting Moira tonight, and the entire bursting forth from the ship in that type of fashion was so much fun. Um... The unicorn scares me, <laughs> and I, so I, I need to know. I need to know where Darcy's grandmother is from now. <laughs> Maybe there's something to magical her. cookies. Mm -hmm. 
Okay, next up, uh, Gliza. What was your favorite moment of this session? Um, I think my favorite moment of the session was when Bellwether was like, do you want me to save you? And I'm like, yeah, please. Like, the whole discussion between, like, the messages and the whole, like, I guess I can save you. Like, Bellwether was just, like, that was my favorite part. It's, it, it was just, I feel like Moira and Bellwether are going to be best friends. I, I really do. I really do. That was my favorite part of the whole thing. <laughs> Speaking of Bellwether, Lex, what was your favorite moment? I met a god. <laughs> yes. Just... Yeah. Solid highlight there. Okay. That's cool. Bree, uh, we want to definitely thank you for joining us tonight, uh, filling in for the uh, lovely Benjamin, who was uh, in chat for a little bit of this, so they got to keep up with some of it. But thank you very much for joining us. You're definitely going to be on my list for reoccurring NPCs if and when we have a slot for you. So thank you very much for taking the time out and filling the slot. It, it was it was a lot of fun. I adore Omni, and I love the idea of the Omnimobile. <laughs> But also, with that, um, Omnimov. Your... Omnimov, yeah, that was, was that, was, great. that was up there for me. But uh, what was your I... favorite moment of the session? It was probably between those two, and also about whether being like, I could plug you into this, or I could plug you into that. Yeah, just coming up with ideas. And last but not least, uh, Harley. Um, the unicorn was pretty good. Um... I also really liked. I honestly was super impressed by Teeley's thunder strike. Um, probably a little bit upset that he did so good with that. Yeah, honestly, he, he's been doing that for quite a lot. Um, but okay. So with that, I want to thank you all for joining us and watching. Just a reminder: we will not be live next week. There will be a break next week. We will be back the following week on the I believe it's whatever the, the following Thursday is seventh, tenth, whatever. Excuse me, whatever it is. Uh, so thank you very much, one and all, for joining us. And I'm only stalling for time because my mouth decided at this moment not to work, so I can't really end and or do anything that I wish to do. So it usually comes back in a moment. Uh, so, uh, one second. Yo, how about this demo? Yeah, how about... He, how about... He, he, he said That's mouse, happening? but I heard oh, mouth. I also yeah, heard mouse. mouth. Okay, on that lovely note, bye everyone. We're going to go raid our friends <laughs> at uh, Roll for Chaos. Uh, so please go say hi, and uh, we'll see you all next week. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>